0: Obedience, 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 obedience. Obedience Obedience is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews eleven and one. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith faith in God. Without faith, it it is possible to walk with God. God. Obedience, obedience, Obedience. obey God. Hey, y'all! It's Ashley and Shantavia. Did I say that right? (laughs) Do we usually start off like that? No.
1: All I remember is, hey, y'all, it's That's been a couple of weeks, old. Yes, it's just, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the fourth episode of Obedience Podcast. Yes. So, we're ready to get in a heavy-hitter topic before... Before. Take your time. But us. first, we will start <laughs> off with a prayer. Uh, sounds like I need it, huh? We mm, all need <laughs> it. Um, so, we'll go ahead and start with a prayer. So, Lord, we just thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity to sit down and to read and to get into your word on such a topic that we need. Thank you for giving us grace to make it throughout this day. Thank you, Lord, for your protection that you have uh, protected us from all seen and unseen danger. And Lord, we just want to come to you asking for forgiveness for anything that we have done. Uh, being rebellious, or any any of those things that we thought we were right on. Um, but, God, we were wrong. In, even those things that we didn't even know. So, God, we just ask for your forgiveness. We ask for, and we just repent of our sins. Mm-hmm. We ask, God, that you come within our topic on today. We ask that you give us the words to encourage your people and our followers as well, God. We ask for your presence and your strength. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 amen.
0: So, it's been a week, huh? It has been, it's been a week,
1: a few weeks.
0: It's been, what, two weeks yeah. since we sat down and actually recorded. Yeah. And in between those two weeks, has been a long week of things to deal with.
1: <laughs> but we made it. We did. We Finally, huh? Yeah.
0: So, as you guys may know, last week we skipped an episode because I didn't have my voice at all. So, my voice is back, as you can hear now. You all may hear me um, do some clearing up the throat or whatnot, but everything is working its way out of me and my voice is back, so I'm happy to be back this week. (laughs) Glory!
1: Glad to have you back, Shay.
0: Thank you. I'm glad Mm -hmm. to be back. The devil thought he had me.
1: Oh, but you got away. (laughs)
0: Hey, hey,
1: hey. Let me stop playing. But you did get away,
0: though. Oh, gosh. So, I feel like leading up to this episode we had like a lot of issues just because it was a topic that we really needed to talk about. How you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I definitely struggled with this. Um only because like when I did read the the definitions and the scriptures on this topic, I was just like, man, I don't want to hear that <laughs> <laughs> I have a right to feel how I feel.
0: And
1: just a disclaimer before we get started, um I just wanna make sure y'all follow God and not me, because I'm not perfect, we're not perfect, no, and we still trying to just live our life out here, you know, it's, we ain't perfect, but we per- we serve a perfect God,
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, follow the word and not us, because <laughs> we finna get honest on today. Yeah, very honest. So, the topic this week, you guys may be wondering, we keep talking about it, such a heavy hitter, but the topic is forgiveness. So the base scripture for this week is Mark eleven twenty five through 26. You're going to read different versions. So the NIV version says, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. And the NLT version says, But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. <laughs> See that's why I was just
1: like I don't want to hear that <laughs> To be honest But I mean that's his word
0: That's our God yeah.
1: That's our God and our guide So yeah So the definition of forgiveness um, It is to pardon Or overlook the wrongful acts Of another person God's pardon of the sins And rebellion of men, of men. And I also have another Definition um so it is a con- conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, um, regardless of whether they're acting they're um they actually deserve it.
0: Hmm.
1: That's a good one. One mm-hmm. they are actually deserving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that definition. <laughs> <I just went. laughs> Because sometimes we feel like, you know, they do. They don't deserve my forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Why give it?
0: Especially if that person me. hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> the heavy heavy hitter, I tell y'all. We're going to try to tackle it It's the best that we can today. Yeah. So, um, the first thing we want to talk about is, you know, what the base scripture pretty much tells is to ask for forgiveness. One of the Bible plans that I read introduced me to the acronym PRAY. So, how you set yourself up to pray. So, um, it literally spells out pray to help you. But um, P stands for praise. So, being thankful. R stands for repentance. Um, so, asking for forgiveness. A stands for ask. So, you know, asking for what you're praying for. And then Y stands for yield. So, um, of course, as anybody, I was really good at asking and praising. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's real easy. Skip all over bit.
1: We pay. <laughs> <laughs> forget the R. We just go ahead and pay. <laughs> That's funny.
0: But I really Ooh, needed okay. to. <laughs> <stuff up>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> he funny, too. <laughs> okay, let me stop. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was funny. (laughs) Okay. Oh, not pay. Pray. Okay. So, I knew that I really needed to work on my repentance and my yielding part. Repentance and forgiveness go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So, you said the definition of forgiveness is to pardon or overlook the wrongful acts of another person. Um, and the definition of repentance is the act of turning from the sin you've committed and changing your ways. So, yes, you should ask for forgiveness, but you should also repent mm-hmm. of your sins as well. And so, John eight eleven is the verse that I pulled out. Um, and it just tells the story of when um, the adulterous woman was brought to Jesus. And, you know, they were pretty much trying to get Jesus to condemn her. Mm-hmm. And the point that I want to point out is it says, Jesus stated... Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So in this story, Jesus immediately forgave the woman. Mm -hmm. But then he also told her, do not sin anymore. So it's really important that when you do ask for forgiveness, you do try your best to not try to do that sin again. Because, I mean, what does it look like we asking for forgiveness to just go back out and do it again? So we have to keep that in mind when we do ask for forgiveness from God. Mm -hmm. So this is not like... Oh, I need to forgive this person. This is you asking God for forgiveness for yourself. This first subject that we're covering. So, Ashley, is there one thing that you find yourself repenting for and asking for forgiveness a lot? Not just one
1: thing, I will say. But one thing in particular, I will say, um, something as so simple as my thoughts. Um, like, for example, I can be so quick to judge someone by their response or how they look, um, Just being honest. Um, Mm -hmm. And we all do. Um, But many people think it's not a sin to think it, but it's a sin to say it. Mm -hmm. But I had to think about it like your thoughts come from your heart. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, yeah, so they're based on your heart. So our, our words stem from our thoughts, and our thoughts come from our heart. So, it's important for us to do a heart check. And um, Proverbs 4 and 23 tells us to guard our heart. And it reads, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. So, how you're you're thinking, your thoughts about people, um, how you're even acting on those thoughts. So, it it first begins with the heart, of course. Mm -hmm. So,
0: So heart check. (laughs) So, I know one thing that I find myself asking for forgiveness a lot is um, not, well, getting quickly angered. Like, nowadays, I am very conscious of when I feel myself getting angry and to hold back. So, I guess, like, what you're saying as far as making sh- like, the thoughts. So, I'm working on the thoughts because the thoughts still come. I, like, mm-hmm. I still get angry and it's like, why am I getting angry about, like, something that can be very insignificant, but it's just, you just feel the blood just boiling in your skin. So, I try to not get so quickly angry, and I do ask for forgiveness about that a lot. Um, I know something that happened this week that I'm just now going to start working on is, um... Yesterday during Bible study, you know, he talked a lot about, you know, don't um, beg. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when you beg and you like doubt in God. Kind yeah. of. So I'm working that on good. that, too, because that yesterday that did make me realize that, you know, at times I do beg mm-hmm. and I shouldn't beg about stuff like that. So just stuff that I realize. Well, one thing that I do that I did write down is I will ask and say, show me anything that I'm doing. That I shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And as I pray that prayer. Things are revealed to me. Like Mm -hmm. last night that was revealed to me. That you beg instead of pray. Mm -hmm. And trust and believe. So that prayer can also help you guys out. If you're not sure. In the areas where you are. um, Need to get forgiveness in. You can just pray and say. Hey um, show me. What areas I need to work on so I can work on myself in that area because he will reveal it to you every time he'll reveal it to you and when he does reveal it to you you'll notice you'll know it won't be like what's that you'll know
1: what that is (laughs) and also I wanted to piggyback on that um, for asking out to search anything that's not like you I think that's the great part Um, so also searching your heart and your mind and ask if it's anything um, that's not like you to remove it from my soil. If you don't get that reference, watch the other episode. (laughs) Because from my heart, I mean, because like I said, everything stems from the heart. Mm -hmm. So removing um, anything that's not like him um, and and just to realize that it is a daily process. Um, I forgot who I heard this from, but if you're praying just one time about it, you're just wishing. Mm-hmm. That's not a prayer; you're just wishing for it. Mm-hmm. So just just to remember that it's a daily process, um, and it's a daily prayer, and that we're polluted by so many things of this world, whether it be food, influences, uh, music, people. But and that's why I say make it a daily process to ask God to. Um, open up your spiritual ears, your spiritual eyes, to be able to see
0: and to hear when he speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. One thing I always notice that helps me, and it helped me last night too, because, like, we had been talking before we actually sat down to film this episode, and we just talking about how rough this week had been. And so, <clears throat> before I went to Bible City last night, like, before I got out of the car, I said a quick prayer and was like, you know, keep my mind focused on what you want me to see tonight, mm-hmm. just to get your mind set before you even enter into, you know, whatever you're going into. So if you're listening to this podcast, pray before you listen to it. Or you going to watch a YouTube video? Pray before you listen to it. Just to try to protect your mind against the outside influences, because if you're doing something that's going to look good to God, the devil will try to come in mm-hmm. and, skew what you're doing and give you distractions and whatnot and so I feel like that can also help you to um hear or see what he's trying to actually say to you Mm -hmm. or what you're trying to get from him so yeah
1: that is so true you better pray before you go into work you better pray before you go outside those doors Mm -hmm. I'm telling you you better that's the best thing you can do pray yeah, even before you go into meditation,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: it's it's a, it's a thing for me just to ask God, okay, whatever it is within this word, within this time, I thank you for the time. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is that you have for me to see during this time, I ask that um, you just reveal it to me mm-hmm. so I can uh, go, put it in my heart, write it on my heart so I can use it on my everyday <coughs> life with you so I can encourage your people,
0: so I can encourage myself through the word. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. So, moving on to the second topic. So, we talked about asking for forgiveness. And asking for forgiveness is definitely something that we all will have to do in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going have to have to ask for forgiveness even after you've turned your life around. But <clears throat> the second thing is forgiving others. Mm-hmm. And so, this scripture that I have here is Matthew six fourteen fifteen 15 in the Amplified Version. And it says... Make sure I have the right one. Yeah. Um, For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your heart in anger with the results, that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. Woo.
1: <laughs> <Hoo-cha.
0: laughs> so, if Hoo-cha. we look at... 15, again, it says, but if you do not forgive others, nurturing your heart in anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God. So it's saying that if you don't forgive others, as a result, it will interfere with your relationship with God. That's what the Amplified Version says. Um, And it has to do with your heart. Because if if all that is in your heart, all
1: that... Unforgiveness is in your heart. Where is room for God?
0: Mm-hmm. What What can He fit in and make room to fix something mm. if there's no room left? That's good. <clears throat> so, have you ever struggled to forgive anyone?
1: Yeah. <laughs> quick, yeah, quick, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, Charli. So, yeah. Honestly, my forgiveness is slow. I mean, mm. turtle slow. But I am getting to a point where I can get to the root of the problem and try to understand from a per another person's uh, point of view or how they may have viewed it or what their thought process has been. Like I said, it's a slow process. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. And to be honest, my first thought is not to that comes to mind is God's grace nor his reconciliation or him forgiving me my first thought is I'm mad (laughs) and I'm not looking to forgive you in that moment and one thing that has specifically helped me is a therapist I do Mm -hmm. see a actual therapist not a friend (laughs) I'm talking about like a, a psychologist sit on the couch hey girl how you doing let me tell you about my time you know let me tell you about this situation. Um so yeah, it has helped me to really um really know that it's okay to feel those emotions. That's pretty much the first time that she I mean first thing that really resonated with me. Um her name is Dr. Kathleen Payne. Hey girl. Yeah, we do really have a connection. I love love that God has brought me into I'm sorry. God has brought her into my life. Um, But, yeah, she helped me to really just sit down and say, look, it's okay to go through those emotions and really acknowledge those feelings. One thing as Christians, we're taught to just, um, so we're taught to just, uh, you get angry, pray for that person, forgive them because God said so. (laughs) I get it. I, I totally get that, but there it is a process that it goes through, and I, t- I think sometimes we forget that, um, so yeah, so, um, I went to Proverbs 29 and 11, so let me get that up, pause for the calls, so Proverbs 29 and 11, in the NLT it reads, fools rent from their, I'm sorry, Fools vent their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back. So, yeah, that's it. Um, so that scripture pretty much just means to me like you don't act on your anger. Um, so you just kind of pull back for the moment. That kind of thing. And I think, um, yeah, I said so as past Christians were portrayed as being um, so quick to forgive. For example, the Dylan Ruth case. Mm-hmm. Where he went in and uh, into the church, I think they wanted like a Bible study, and oh ate. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he killed like nine people. And a um, one thing that bothered me, um, like a member of the family member, I'm sorry, a member of the family, um, said that they had forgiven him the next week. He may has may you know may have forgotten forgiving him that fast. Mm-hmm. But for me in my house, <laughs> maybe I'm not to that, that that level of my faith just yet. But I don't know if that could have been me. Um, if you kill one of my family members, I mean, you can you can talk about me like a dog. But you touch one of my, you think about touching my, one of my family members or somebody that's close to me, the Lord is going to have to help me. Because <laughs> I just don't see myself... Forgiving someone that fast, um, like I said, I may not be just right there just yet. Mm-hmm. But the Lord is going; He's going to work it out.
0: I think that and maybe um, in that situation, maybe the family member did like forgive them, but it like it was still working inside of them. It was kind of like I forgive them, Lord. Like they physically said I forgive them, but it was still like working inside of them to figure don't out that, that, that forgiveness. Though.
1: Don't 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 confuse with. <laughs> But, yeah, that's just my point of view, and also, um like when I would see someone that they that I haven't forgiven that it will change my entire mood-,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and ultimately, that is me giving them power to change my whole mood, and why would I give them power um over my emotions when I have work to do with my power that I have? I got work to do, so yeah. <laughs> So what about you, Shay?
0: Um, The last part that you said is definitely true. You know, you be like, "I'm not mad at that person," but then like you see them and it's like all those emotions just come back rushing. Even if you're like you scrolling on Facebook, be <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like,
1: S- <laughs> S- "I know." I ran into that um, instance. Oh, I'm gonna um, like it. I won't love it. I'm just gonna like
0: it. I ran into be a that panic. recently. I was like. This happened like in college Mm -hmm. with somebody, and I was just scrolling on Facebook and I saw them. I was just like, wait, why am I even still mad at this? Like, why did these feelings come back? Yeah, I don't even care about that situation anymore. But it's just something you do have to like continue to pray on because, like you said, those feelings will come rushing back. Mm -hmm. But um, when I, for me, um, I don't know why, but forgiving isn't that hard to me. Um, It comes really easy, and I don't know if it's because, like, in my mind, I just can't stay mad at people that long, or um, I forget stuff, Mm -hmm. because that happens a lot, Um, or it's like the person I'm mad at, I want to talk to them, so it's kind of like, I got to stop being mad to talk to you, but I tend to forgive pretty easily, Um, but... If, when I read Matthew, um, eighteen, twenty-three through 33, um, it's a parable that mm-hmm. Jesus gave and he was pretty much telling how this slave, um, owed their master some money and, um, they didn't have it of course. And so he like begged for forgiveness and was like, you know, um, give me time. And, um, the slave master gave him time, but, um, when the slave went out, he ran into another slave who owed him money. And that slave was like, you know, I don't have it. Can you, you know, give me time? Literally, but he just asked his slave master you for him. and He was like, no, um, he wanted his money. <laughs> and so um, at the end, the point I want to point out is verse 33. It says, should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? Mm. So basically, in that parable, Jesus is telling us you can't ask him for forgiveness and then not go and forgive others. So, how can you ask me to do something for you that you can't even do for other people? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but one thing I did notice about myself is I will forgive a situation, but I won't try to repair it um, for situations that should be repaired. Um, so, if I go off with. You said the last week, if you guys saw episode three, um, when you talked about being hot, honest, open, and transparent. Um, so I'll share my recent story of forgiveness. So growing up, um, I pretty much didn't have a relationship with my dad because he wasn't around. Um, so from I think middle school until I graduated college, he was incarcerated. So it was now no time in between to even develop a relationship. Mm -hmm. And always growing up, I never was like, yo, I'm upset with him, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't necessarily being upset because I guess I did have opportunities to be upset. But it was kind of like I told you. I just didn't hold a grudge towards anything or like a resentment towards anything. But as I got older and when he did get out the first time... Um, I didn't try to even work on a relationship in that form of things. It was kind of like, um, I would answer a call here and then answer a text message here and then, you know, just do the bare minimum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so here I was, I didn't, I wouldn't say I was mad at him, but I said I forgave him, but I wasn't working towards even making that relationship Better than what it could be, so um, I knew that I needed to like reach out and truly try this time, um, but the last time we talked, I did hold resentment from the last time we talked. It was just because I felt like I was lied to um again, this time, you know, like as an adult, when I like got my full senses, you know like I'm not a <laughs> fool, you know, and so. I asked a question, and then the lie, it was kind of like, that didn't even happen. But it Mm -hmm. did happen. But so after that, I just cut all ties. You know, I stopped answering the phone. Um, At the time, well, he didn't write letters. I wasn't writing letters. I think he was still, like, in this area. I wasn't going to see him or anything. I just completely cut ties. And so it would be times where he would call over and over again. I just wouldn't answer. And I'm like, why is he calling me? You know, um, get the point. And so this had been like, what, a year at this point? Probably not a year. Probably like a good eight months. And so I didn't even know how to um, reach out or contact him. But um, I did go online and I found his information online and I wrote him a letter. And in that letter, I pretty much was being honest from my point of view, saying, hey, you know, I didn't try the first time, be honest with you. Um, This is what I was upset about. But at this point, we can't go back. We got to just go forward. So I wrote the letter and um, even writing the letter was hard just because it's like, what do you say? Mm -hmm. You know, but you got to be like, "Okay, I just need to say what I need to say. You know, and all I could do in that moment was own up to what I did. You know, I didn't even ask questions. I didn't say, well, why did you do this? Why didn't you do that? I just was like, hey, this is when you tried. I didn't even let that try come in. I apologize for this. You know, it was a bunch of I'm sorry in that letter. And I know a lot of people would be like, well, why are you apologizing? Like, what did you do? But you have to accept the part that you play in a situation. And it's kind of like at this point, I accepted all of my parts in the situation. So whatever it goes from here is not on me because mm-hmm. I asked for forgiveness over everything that I needed to do for that relationship. So anything going forward is not on me. Yeah. And I also wrote in the letter, I was like, going forward, I will actually try this time. Because before, I honestly didn't try. And so... Um, I sent the letter off and, um, he wrote me back and when, I gotta be honest, I probably didn't read the letter till like two weeks later because I was like, I'm not ready ready for that. (laughs) that? (laughs) But when I did read it, pretty much it was like perfect that I did it because he had been, um, praying and asking, um, to build a better relationship with me. And Mm -hmm. he said at that point, he had been asking and praying for it so long that he had kind of gave up. And he said that he stopped reading his Bible and he was like, as soon Mm -hmm. as he stopped doing that, here comes his letter from me, just answering everything that he had been praying for. So it's kind of like if I wouldn't have been obedient and wrote the letter, then he would have been pulled away from God Mm -hmm. yet again. And also our relationship wouldn't have been able to, Be repaired, or you know, in the process of being repaired. So that was a big step in forgiveness for me. That's good. That I felt like I needed to do. But yeah, that's my um honest, open, and transparent moment. Thank you so much for being
1: so hot. (laughs) Do you think like the moments? I know this is off script, but the moments where you were kind of being distant, you were just trying to guard yourself. Or, I guess, guarding your heart from, like, anything... From being let down, I
0: guess. Um, I don't think so. I'm an awkward person. And so sometimes awkward situations I just avoid it. Um, because from, like, what I told him, I was like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know your mama, you know your daddy. I know my mama, I know my aunt. I know all of these people. But I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Like my mama didn't go around talking about you. I don't know your background information or this is what food you like. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So going into a situation where you have somebody is like, okay, this is your dad. You're supposed to like spend time with them. It's like, okay, but what do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we talk about? You know, that's where my guard was up in that situation because it's kind of like, I don't know how to act in this situation mm-hmm. because I don't know you and you don't know me. So that's how I would look at it. It's easier to develop a relationship with somebody growing up. Yeah. But if you come into a situation where you have, like, this adult and you're trying to build this relationship with them, it's going to be a little difficult because they also got the upbringing that they used to and Mm -hmm. the way that they were raised and how they act. And you don't really know how they act or how they're going to respond to certain things. So just things like that. And so, like, I know, like, when he did first get out the first time, and he, like, would try to have a conversation with me. And then he would tell my mom, you know, like, she really didn't talk. And I was just telling my mom, I was like, I don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I say, and when I do, like, just try to talk about my normal day, I feel like he is in his head trying to figure out, okay, what I ask next. Because mm-hmm. he don't know what to say either. Yeah. So it's like both of us, like, in that weird, what do we say, what do we do, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why I tell him, like, the best thing we can do is just, like, get to know each other. Because that's yeah, all you can do. That's all you can do. <clears throat> So, yeah, so hopefully, you know, me sharing that story encourages someone out there to mend a relationship with someone. It doesn't have to be a long-distance parent or anybody. Just if God is laying somebody on your heart, reach out. Mm-hmm. He's doing it for a reason. Yeah.
1: I got another question. I had thought about it, like, during my time of, like, meditating on this, this subject. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll bring up my a little bit of my situation. Um, so, do you think that you have to go to that person or that group of people and say, "Hey, you're forgiven"? Like, even if they don't know, like you've they've done you wrong, or they may they made you feel, put you in some kind of spot, or kind of, I don't know, just just hurt you. All I'll just say, just hurt you.
0: So, do I feel like you should go to somebody who hurts you and say, hey, I forgive you?
1: I guess, like confrontation, do you think that you have to confront that person?
0: Um, me personally, I wouldn't. Um, I'm just thinking about situations where I've been in something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because going to that person will probably just create more issues. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, like, if you're dealing with the ex situation and you like, I forgive you, but you don't want to physically tell them I forgive mm-hmm. you because you don't want them text messages to start back uh-huh. up. So it's kind of like, in that situation, I'll be like, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Lord, please let them know I forgive them. Yeah. Relay that message for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, in situations where you need to repair a relationship and a relationship can continue, I feel like um, it should happen in person. So if it's that thing of, like... This
1: situation, if this is our stumbling block, what we'll keep on tripping over, you feel like you should confront that with that person.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on the
1: situation. I think it does depend on the situation because all the time you don't have to come to that person and be like, Mm-mm. you know what? You hurt me in the past by doing this, this, and that because I think you kind of bring it up. I don't know. I feel like sometimes you don't have to with my situation. Um... They didn't I don't think they knew that they did it um but it did hurt me mhm-, and it kind of it did put a a distance in our relationship mhm- so, I don't think that i'm I'm slowly forgiving them now the proce- it's a process- it's the process I'm in the process of forgiving them right now. Mm-hmm. but I don't feel as though that I have to come to and have like a come to Jesus meeting like
0: you know what you've done this in the past and this is it like you said that person may not even realize what they did mm-hmm. and what if you go to them and say hey this is how you hurt me and they like hurt you I didn't hurt you mm-hmm. how much harder is it going to be for you to actually forgive them yeah. if they have no idea and have this guard up? like I didn't hurt you I don't care you know so yeah Definitely situations. Okay. Yeah. Situational. 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 I would say. Okay. So.
1: If that person came to your mind right now, call them. I'm just playing your to call them, but
0: I will Situational basis. Yeah.
1: Situational basis.
0: <laughs> Go but, to the Lord first. Yeah. <laughs> let him tell you what to do. Right. And then respond. Yeah. Because sometimes the Lord can be like, it's okay, just talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'll let them know. Yeah. I got you. So, yeah. So, next is forgiving yourself so what's harder for you forgiving yourself or others
1: that question was a hard one for me when i first read that question i was just like it is hard either way um but i will say it's harder for me to forgive others because i will push things to the back burner to the back burner under the cabinets Until I have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it comes to forgiving myself, I think it's easier for me to deal with it. Because I deal with myself on a daily basis. And for me, and it's a constant fight. Um, So whether it's I'm going to forgive myself for doing whatever or saying whatever kind of way or making somebody feel a certain way. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to choose peace because if you disturbing my peace, you got to go. <laughs> so I will forgive myself quicker than I will forgive someone else. Um, I'll I'll just continue to pray on it um, and just ask God for His grace and try not to do it again. Um, but in the same sense, like I can I can do the same with other people. Like, the same effort that I put in myself, forgiving myself, I should... That was a conviction. Mm-hmm. I should be putting that same effort, effort into forgiving someone else and not so much putting it on the back burner. Um, so, yeah. So, forgiveness is hard, and it is a process, and it's it's doable. Yeah. You're capable of forgiving someone. Yeah. Some harder than others. Yeah. And you have to continue to work at it and remember Matthew six, fourteen through fifteen. So in Matthew um six through fourteen reads, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to give if you refuse to forgive others, your heavenly father will not forgive your sins. And I also had Ephesians four and thirty-two.
0: I haven't pulled up. You got it? Yeah. I'll read the um, amplified. Okay. Um, it says, "Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God and Christ also forgave him."
1: I thought you readily and freely. hmm My Lord. Readily. Help me, Lord. And freely. Ooh, free. <laughs>
0: readily and freely. <laughs> just as God in Christ mm. also mm. forgave you. Mm.
1: <laughs> Dear Lord, readily and, and freely. <laughs> Asking for readily and forgiving forgiving prayer. I meant no, forgiveness. Readily.
0: readily. Just, just go meditate on that word. Ooh.
1: Readily. Just write
0: yeah. that definition over and over and over. And over. Hmm. Be kind, it's like writing them
1: sentences. You remember like in middle school yep. you get in trouble?
0: Mm-hmm. Readily. <laughs> yeah, I used to get in trouble. I had to write 23 yes. songs. <laughs> you did? Yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, who made you do that? My mama? Um I had to write it like a certain number of times. It just depended on like what I was like got in trouble true. for. It'd be like a hundred times. I bet you know about heart though. No. Well, all I, I was doing was writing it. Really? All I was doing was writing it. Kavita. I was not retaining any of it. Kavita. Mm-hmm. I admit to it. She know. Because when she tell me to say it, I be like, no, that is not a good punishment for your children. Oh, Lord. It's not. I don't know. The Lord is my shepherd. Don't uh, punish your children that way. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was he talking about? We got all our subjects. The hardest thing for me is to forgive myself. And I don't know if it's because mm, I look at it like this. You know how, like, you some people put people on this pedestal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this is how this person is supposed to treat me. And so if that person doesn't treat them like that, then it's, like, hard for them to forgive because they had them up on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. Well, as for me. I have myself on this pedestal of, you know, how I'm supposed to treat myself or treat others and if I fall off of that then that's when I'm like mad at myself because it's kind of like you didn't do what you knew you had the capability to do Mm -hmm. and so that's when it gets hard for me to forgive myself Um, or another thing I like to think about is um, so you know how you feel when people hurt you Mm -hmm. and how hard it is for you to get over how people hurt you and so in my head if I'm like oh I hurt this person like that it's hard for me to forgive myself for hurting that person because I know how they feel just based off when people hurt me. And so that, that way it's harder for me to forgive myself because I know that I did that. I Could caused mm-hmm. that turmoil or whatever, you know, that situation. And so um, I was watching a sermon um, by Perry Noble, um, and his ter- sermon was titled Getting Past Your Past. Um, and this quote really touched me. He said that all of us have dents. But as Christian, hold on, all of us have dents. But as a Christian, my life is not found in the identity of my Mm dents. So you can't, what I tell myself, is you can't think about the things that you did to put a dent in your life or someone else's life and make that the mold of who you are currently. Mm -hmm. That's good. And I'm working with that because, I mean, it's still stuff right now that I'm battling with with forgiving myself. And and I think, to just go back to what I said in the beginning, it's so hard for me to forgive myself because it's kind of like you knew you had the capability to do that. Mm -hmm. It's like I can't assume that this person had the capability not to hurt me, but you knew you had the capability not to do that to yourself, but you did it anyway, something like that. That's why it's so hard for me to forgive myself um, especially if it's something that I worked really hard not to do, or like for instance, when you um, like if you're doing a fast and mm-hmm. you eat and you like feel so bad because you're like, Oh, you had the capability not to eat, but you did it anyway. That type of stuff is what I like find it really hard for me to you know forgive myself over mm-hmm. something like that.
1: I understand because I felt like that doing our fast. <laughs> <On> that- <laughs> So there were some instances where I just had to. I won't say that I had to, but I did give it to temptation. So we were on the 21-day fast,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., we did nothing but water and juice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And one particular instance, two, maybe three particular <laughs> instances, um, I did eat before it was time. Um, But I was just like, okay. You have to give yourself credit. You made you made it. Uh, I think that was like maybe fourteen days after we had started. Give yourself credit because that this is this that was my first time of doing that kind of fast. Mm-hmm. And I always was saying girl, I am not at this kind of spiritual level <laughs> to be giving up food for that long. <laughs> the Lord had to come down and sit down and tell me I had to go do that. Mm-hmm. i I can do that. But yeah, I was giving myself credit and be like, okay, tomorrow is a new day. I, w- I did. I did. I ate one meal, and I was just like, "Okay, that's it." And to give myself credit for that, look, I made it through this this long throughout the fast. I ate that one meal. I'm not going to eat anymore, and I'm going to start over with a new day, new grace, new mercy that He gives me freely every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I I just had to get, forgive myself, clean slate. I'm going to do better.
0: Yeah, I mean it's something that I'm still working on. Too. It's
1: a process. It's, it's really
0: hard to to know that you did something that you didn't want to do, and not to not just saying that I'm just out here just um, flipping and seeing. <laughs> what I'm talking about, is like it's just, it's like you know I doubted God, and I know mm-hmm. I shouldn't have doubted Him. Like stuff like that is stuff that I have a hard time forgiving myself. <laughs> and I know, like sometimes,
1: especially like when you're new in it. You want to do everything perfect. And I know for myself, like, I put a lot of pressure on myself of, like, oh, you have to do this. You have to read. Get up in the morning, read this, do that, do that. But, uh, pay for that person, do this, do. And, like, I just had to take the pressure off. And I want to encourage you to, I mean, like your intentions are good. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you you, desire to be in the Word. You are in the Word. Um, you're... You're wanting to change your life to glorify God, to get in his word and to do his will for his for His kingdom. And I would have to say just not to put so much pressure on yourself. Um, you can't stop the devil from doing his work. But thank God that you are able to identify those distractions, that it won't overtake your life, um, that you can still get back on track. Um, a lot of times we don't even... Recognize the distractions because a lot of times the devil can wrap up himself in in even the smallest things mm-hmm. and you be so like, Oh shoot, I did not even realize that was devil um because he can you know he he's a schemer mm-hmm. and he can like work your his way into like um and create our thoughts of like, oh, you have to be perfect, you have to do this, and put so many. I do I guess like regulations that we have to do. But I mean, your intentions are good. Mm-hmm. And just not to put so much pressure on yourself. It's gonna be alright. <laughs> you good? You good. good in the hood? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for fellowship. That ain't the song.
0: Oh, what Oh, what fellowship. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> I don't know what you were saying. That's what I, what I was like, like. That ain't the song. <laughs> As you see, Ashley and I both have on our pink to support breast cancer awareness month. Um, the month of October is for breast cancer um patients and survivors. So um we are giving our respect to you guys. We have one more Tuesday before. Um, October is over so if there's anyone out there that's a breast cancer survivor and they want to share that story on the podcast let us know and we would love to have you on the show for a special episode of Obedience Podcast. You don't have to show up in person if you want to do it online we have the capability to do it just let us know, reach out
1: we'd love to to hear that
0: story of perseverance Yes, but um, until then Let's get into this fellowship time. So the first story goes hand in hand with the topic of this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought it was perfect. So Ashley and I thought about this topic a while ago. Like when we sat down to brainstorm about the show. And this was like one of the topics. And then after we filmed the last one, I was like, I think I'm ready for forgiveness. And literally the next. Day or like days after this story came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, perfect, right? Perfect story for the perfect time. So, this story is about um Botham Jean. Am I saying that right? That sound about right. Um, and Amber Geiger and the question of forgiveness in the court. That was my dramatic voice. Mm-hmm. Um, my source is WBUR. Dot org. Um. But basically. This is the story of the Dallas cop. Who walked into the. Um. The young man's apartment. And murdered him. So. Um. She. Was found guilty of the crime. But. His brother. Um. Spoke. Mm -hmm. Um. After. At the sentencing. Was it the sentencing? The sentencing. Yeah. At the sentencing. And. And. Um, This is what he said. He said, I love you as a person. I don't wish anything bad on you. If you are truly sorry, I know I can speak for myself. I forgive you. So he said, if you are truly sorry, I forgive you. Whew. He also went on to say, I think giving your life to Christ will be, will be the best thing that Botham will want for you. So he pretty much saying, you know, telling the murderer, his brother's murderer, that his brother will want her to give her life to Christ. That would be the best thing. And he forgives her. So, how do you feel about that? I know it's like an uproar on Facebook about this. Honestly, whew.
1: it was hard for me to even think about, like, how do I feel about this topic? Because I put myself in his shoes. Not really put myself in his shoes, but just to think of how would I feel if somebody hurt killed one of my sisters?
0: Mhm,
1: even the thought of like that sends my blood pressure up. <laughs> I mean, it's possible that I could forgive you after a while.
0: Mhm
1: I don't know like the the time frame that it took him i was since like a year after mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a while it's been a while just to think of like, I can't hold that kind of, I can't give her power over me. Like I can't be angry at her for that long. Mm -hmm. Um, I will still be hurt because my sister is gone. Mm -hmm. Like no kind of justice, no kind of time in jail can bring her back. Um, honestly, it's nothing. I mean, holding a grudge won't help the process. Being angry at you or being unforgiven won't help the process. So that is a conversation that I would definitely have to have with my therapist. And God, I mean, because that is a long process um, that it will take for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I do think that I would, I would want her to have that relationship with God. Only because I know that without God life is crazy Mm -hmm. and with him it is so much better. So I would want her to have that relationship with God. Um, Would I be able to give her a hug? We (laughs) have to pray about that thing. (laughs) That is big of him to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like I said, my forgiveness is a little slow, but with God, I think he can speed with the pre- speed up that process, um but yeah, that was big of him- big of him to do that,
0: yeah, I think from what I saw from it on facebook, um the thing the issue I saw was like people were like, You know, I can never forgive that person, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, what would that do for you, you yeah. know, holding that grudge for all of that time. You're you're gonna have to forgive that person.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what God requires you to do is to forgive that person. And then some of those burdens and that pain that you have will start to lift off if you yeah. just try to get rid of that resentment. It will be hard. But I think that he did the right thing, um, and the best thing for him. You know, definitely telling her to give her life to Christ was definitely important. Um, I commend him for that
1: in the back of my mind, I can say that I can forgive you one day.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you gotta forgive, be though, because you don't want to block your blessing. Yeah,
1: I, I... ain't And you ain't gonna disrupt my peace.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that probably was, like, the best thing for him, just to completely forgive her. And he probably went through a lot of healing after that, too. Yeah. Because um, it had been, a, like, a year since things incident did happen. I'm pretty sure it was harder for him, like, to hear to forgive after, like, hearing everything in the trial and, like, trying to figure out, is she really, you know, sorry for what she did? Mm -hmm. she really feel bad? You know, I'm pretty sure that was hard, but he still did it, so... Yeah. I commend him a lot for that, for, um, having the strength to do that. And hopefully she does turn her life around and give her life to Christ and... The rest, Jesus knows. Do you think... I know a lot of people
1: said, um... Maybe he should have done that. Um, maybe not in public. Like said, he forgave her and gave her a hug. What do you
0: think about that? I think that he probably wasn't thinking. You know, like, I don't think that he was like, I'm going to intentionally do this in public. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, it was a time for him to talk right before the um, tennis ending. He probably was just like, this is what I need to do for me. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't think that, He had to forgive her in public. I don't think that was necessary. I feel like if he would have forgave her behind bars, nobody saw. Yeah. It would have been, because that was for him. He probably didn't think he would get all the feedback that he got. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure he didn't think that. Yeah. I was surprised by some of the feedback that I saw. No, like you think you think that I I
1: I think either way it could have been done. Um, I think maybe in some cases him doing it in public, people that's not a believer could be like, "Oh, what is this God that I don't know?" Mm-hmm. It could have been that cases for others. I know a lot of times in social media we saw the negative thoughts of it, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely could could see <clears throat> it happening. For somebody to be like, okay, what kind of God is this that he can forgive
0: mm-hmm. so
1: quickly? Or, oh, I'm dealing with this situation and I'm not forgiving of. Why am I being so petty not yeah. to, you know. If
0: he can do it, I can do it.
1: Look for reconciliation. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right. So, second topic. So, did you hear about the Saints linebacker? I Actually, yeah, I just heard
1: about this the other day, actually.
0: So, the Saints linebacker DeMario Davis was fine for wearing a headband that said, Man of God. Um, and he quoted, he's quoted as saying, um, Of course you don't want to be fine. Nobody wants to lose money. But I think anytime that the conversation about God is brought up, especially in times like this, it's always a positive. So, it's kind of like, Okay, I was fine, and, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm still going to wear my headband. Um, but the fine was, like, for $7,000, mm-hmm. which is nothing for them. Um, But he didn't have to pay the fine, which is great. I just think it's crazy that they would even, like, try to find him for that. Yeah. Because it's like, I wouldn't have saw it watching the game. Mm-hmm. So like, who saw it? Yeah. It was like, we need to find him.
1: And I, I did. I looked at a... Uh, I think it was an article where he said that he had been wearing it for a while and I think it had came to a, like a big game that they were playing where they had noticed it and they finally found him for it.
0: Mm. It's crazy. So, um, he didn't have to, um, pay the phone like I said. But what he did do is he started selling headbands. Mm-hmm. Those That same headband that he wore, he started selling it for, um, St. Dominic Hospital in Jackson, Mississippi. And all the for, the percent of the profits went to that hospital. And they ended up raising $30,000 for that mm-hmm. hospital based off something just people didn't want him to wear a headband because mm-hmm. it said man of God.
1: So And I think somebody matched that.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't even
1: see that. Yeah, yeah so they're up to, I think last I heard it was $120. Oh. I'm sorry, 120 000. Wow. <laughs> Let me add two
0: he up. said that means y'all helped me turn the $7,000 negative into almost a $40,000 positive mm-hmm. which is more now yeah, based on what now. you're saying mm-hmm. but it's just like when the enemy comes in God has another plan so I'm happy that it happened because he's able to raise all that money yeah. for the um for the hospital Yeah, it and it made me think
1: of the song that they had sung uh, at Transformation Church this week I attended virtually um it, I can't even think of the name of the song, but it was a specific um, line in the song. It, it said, uh, what the enemy... Wait, let me read it. What the enemy meant for evil, God turned it for good. So let that resonate with you. Let that marinate a little bit. Marinating your
0: spirit. Let
1: that marinate in your spirit.
0: Well, yeah, we thank you guys for listening to the fourth episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully everything we said makes sense
1: mm-hmm. um
0: it encourages you guys to go out there and do something ask for forgiveness forgive somebody forgive yourself just forgiveness all around yeah it's really important and remember just to look to God always and we will see you guys next Tuesday all right y'all be blessed now God's gonna, God's gonna open the windows of heaven.